Hey, what's up, everybody? Johnny English here with another Broken Man podcast, episode number 28. Yes, two in a row. Almost, kind of. I had to do this one. It's probably going to be a short one. Uh, But if you listen to the last podcast, number 27, I don't belong here because I still don't believe that I do belong on this in this world. Um, what I said I wanted to do in the coming weeks was to go through what Jesus said, what told the disciples about what to look for in the end times before he comes back. Now, of course, nobody knows the day or the hour that Jesus is coming back. He's making his triumphant return to uh, squash that bug, that disgusting bug, Satan, and his minion and all the people that decided to side with Satan, unfortunately. But um, there are some warnings, and, and Jesus lies lays some of those out in the Bible itself. Uh, as I also said, you know, he, he kind of likens it to a woman about to give birth, the birth pains. And that's what we're going through right now. And it's getting... It's getting more common. It's getting, uh, it's ramping up, you know, it, it's, it's just getting, uh, more frequent. These, these things that are happening in the world, whether it be pandemics, whether it be earthquakes and, and all kinds of things going on. Pestilences, which is the, the pandemics and the disease. But, uh, I was, I started my research on the pestilence part of it, the disease part of it the uh the the pandemic stuff and i ran across some interesting statistics and i wanted to bring these up because it raises a little bit of a red flag and you'll know here in a second what i'm talking about uh the first uh paper was actually it's i guess it's actually some sort of paper uh that was published by jocelyn perret or perret and a guy boyvin I don't know exactly when it was published. Oh, well, published online January 15th, 2021. So pretty darn recent. Pretty darn recent. Doesn't mean that's when it was actually written, but that's when it was published online. And it goes through and details pandemics throughout history. So they're going throughout history. Now, uh, I look through here, and they actually... Where it starts is around 541 A.D. So, five the year 541 all the way to 2019 with the COVID-19. And it lists all the major pandemics that has plagued the world. And, and what I was trying to do, part of this is, uh, and, and, and pestilences isn't necessarily just pandemics it, it encompasses some other things as well uh but i was just i had started with the pandemics i wanted to start there you know and and uh, show you that they have been getting more frequent throughout history over the last hundred or you know a couple hundred years or whatever but now we've got a you know a couple thousand years here uh pretty close to it so the very first one that is listed is the plague of Justinian. And in case you're not a historian, like I am not, I had to look all this up. Uh, the plague of Justinian from the years 541 AD until 543 AD. And it was a plague 
and it was spread via fleas to wild rodents, which is like the Black Death. The Black Death, by the way, is listed as the number two uh, from 1347 to 1351. So I want you to keep those in mind. Those are the two I'm concentrating on right now. Um, So the Plague of Justinian, 541 to 543, and the Black Death, 1347 to 1351. That's quite a big difference in age. So 543, um, about 800 years difference in those in those uh plagues so the important thing here the justinian uh plague occurred in egypt and spread throughout the eastern roman empire and its neighbors so between 541 and 543 the plague killed an estimated 100 million people in the roman empire and especially in his capital, Constantinople. It's hard to say with these teeth. So uh, the problem, the biggest problem of why this disease even spread was the because the Romans were um, so organized, and it spread through the trade routes and the military routes. So that's why it spread. So in, in contrast to that, the plague did not affect the less organized Bar, quote-unquote, barbarian societies outside of Rome's borders. So uh, because of the efficiency of the Roman Empire is what happened, you know, what spread it. But, but the num- what I want you to key in on here, which I, what I want you to dial into is the 100 million people in the Roman Empire, an estimated 100 million people died between 541 and 543. Now keep, just hold that number. Let's jump on over to, I wish I was doing this on YouTube, then I could show you. Uh, Let's jump on over to the United States Census Bureau website. So you know it must be accurate, right? Uh, I found a historical estimate of world population throughout the years. And it actually begins, which is funny, it begins at 10,000 B.C. I guess they, you know, even though they believe in evolution, uh, apparently they, it wasn't enough to copy or to write down the population beyond that, you know, 10,000 B.C. So it goes from 10,000 B.C., this current list here, goes from 10,000 B.C. all the way up to 1950. Um, and it is listed in millions. So population in millions and then there's two different uh, there's two different lines here. When lower and upper estimates are the same, they are shown under lower, which means there's two different numbers. There's a lower number, which is the low estimate, and then there's the upper number, which is the high estimate of the population for that particular year. Uh, I find it funny. The year 10,000 BC, lower is one million, and upper is 10 million. <laughs> That's quite a bit quite a bit of difference there. I'd say they just don't know. They just don't know. So let's, let's scroll all the way down to 500 A.D. So we're going to go between 500 A.D. and 600 A.D. Because remember, our Justinian plague was between 541 and 543. So that's kind of like right in the middle between 500 and 600 A.D. And we're, gonna, we're just going to go with the low number. 
Now let's go with the high number because it's gonna, you know, I'm I'm giving I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. So we're gonna go with the high number, what they estimate this to be, which is two hundred and six million people. So the entire population of the world, supposedly, and and five hundred actually going back to four hundred AD. So four hundred AD, um, in five hundred AD and six hundred AD are all. 206 million. If this plague wiped out 100 million, wouldn't that drop the population down 100 million? Or, you know, rough estimate for 600 AD when they, you know, when they're estimating 600 AD, because this happened, you know, 541 AD to 543. So there's 206 million, but there's the same exact number for 600 AD which is 206 million. Actually, it goes up to 210 million in 700 AD. But but we lost, I thought we lost 100 million. Where 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 did the 100 million? Who's wrong? Like who who's fudging the numbers here? You know what I mean? I mean that's it's just weird to me and the, and this is all accessible right on 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 the internet. If you go to the United States Census Bureau, um, and there, I don't know exactly what page it's under. I just, I searched it. I just did a Google search, and it just led me directly to this page. But it says, Historical Estimates of World Population is the official title on the United States Census Bureau website. And it, like I said, it scroll. you scroll down, and I am on AD. I can see that, AD. And between 500 and 600 AD, the population didn't change. But, 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 but 100 million died, according to, uh, what's their name? According to the research of Jocelyn and Guy over in Frontiers of Microbiology or whatever. Um, okay, we'll just, let's get past that. It's hard for me to get past it, but we're going to get, we're going to step past it for just a second. Let's move on to black death. The black death was the second big plague of the world. And it ran from 1347 AD until 1351 AD. How many people died during the black death? The second plague pandemic, the Black Death, originated in East Asia and swept across the Central Asia, or swept across Central Asia into Europe through the land and sea trade routes of the medieval Silk Road. The second plague pan- pandemic lasted in Europe until the early of the until the early of the 19th century. They <laughs> these smart people sure can't type, and killed 200 million people. 200 million, double what the first plague killed, which was 100 million. So the Black Death killed 200 million. Okay, let's go check the world, the uh, historical estimates of world population chart. Let's scroll all the way down to 1300 AD. And and this, this, this is a weird one because it, most of these jump by hundreds of years. So, so 1,400, 1,500, 1,600. That's what I'm talking about. 
for some reason, they decided to throw 1340 between 1300 and 14. So you've got 1300, 1340, and 1400. In the year, let me get my, let me get my, okay, 1347, 1351. So uh, that would be after the 1340. So between 1340 and 1400, the population did go down. So at least it shows a reduction in population. And see, and, and some of you are going to say, well, gee, Johnny, you know, there's people having babies at the same time, and, and it, it cancels out because that's why our population is so big now is because uh, we've got more people being born than they're dying on a daily basis. That's what you sound like to me in my head when you when I see those comments. Um, you got to understand this is a little further back in time. This is back when there was more tradition, there was more family tradition, and there was uh, people were held to a little bit higher standards, I guess, and people didn't do the things they do today. They weren't so many whores running around. <laughs> whores and whoremongers uh, weren't so plenty back in the day. Now, the families had large families, don't get me wrong, but there's still, when you're looking at the population, of back then versus today and the, the attitude, um, the tradition, the religious beliefs, all that wrapped into one, there isn't going to be that big of a swing. You see what I'm saying? Not like today. It's, it's a whole different animal. So we're looking at between in 1340, the estimated population was 443 million people. In the year 1400, just 60 years later, there's only 350 million. So there's almost a 100 million swing. Almost. That's more believable. Now, that makes more sense because, okay, you, you lost 200 million. Maybe you had 100 million births. I could almost, I could almost see that. That's almost, that almost makes sense. It makes way more sense than up here between five and 600 AD where the population was the same after you lost a hundred million people. And you, and those hundred million people were lost in the Roman empire, mostly the Roman empire where they were more efficient, where they were more uh, modern they had they had medicines and, and they had uh, you know they lived a little bit better than the quote unquote barbarian cities and peoples. So somebody's fudging the numbers. Somewhere the the numbers are either their estimates are way off, or something ain't right. But these these pandemics, you know, these numbers, I I don't know, I I really don't know. Uh, again, these are estimated numbers. Um, they, they say in here that they're estimated. But if you wiped out half the population of the world and a majority of that population was the Roman Empire, is that why the Roman Empire fell? I mean... People say the Roman Empire, part of what contributed to the Roman Empire was um, 
what was it a a volcano that erupted or something and, and it, you know they couldn't plant food and you know it was it was a really bad deal and they ended up you know dying out and the animals died they didn't have food they didn't have plants and stuff to eat and it just kind of one of them things but honestly i mean i i would lean more towards it being this justinian plague more than anything but i still think the numbers are skewed i still think something's wrong with the numbers where are they getting all these numbers because i mean i mean are they just making these numbers up cuz doesn't that worry you that they're if they're making all these numbers up and i'm sitting here looking at the population numbers let's see around the time jesus was here it's saying the low number around 170 million, high number 400 million. That's a guesstimate. And then in 200 AD, it drops down to 256. So, I um, mean, you lose almost half. Now, there's, there's a big swing, but the Justinian plague didn't happen until two, 300 years later. So, I, I'm, I just, I'm really confused by these numbers. I think they're just, either just guessing and they just really don't know or they're purposely fabricating numbers on the, and I, I would say it's more on the pandemic side, the, the pandemic sheet here. I would say they're the ones that are skewing the numbers for these plagues. Let's see. There was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Seven cholera pandemics. Now, there were the first five were between 1817 and 1886. These were cholera, and and they they actually separate them uh, between years. So, 1817 to 1824, and then three years later, the second cholera uh, pandemic started. And that lasted until 1835, and then four years later, the third cholera deal happened. Until 1856 and then 1863, the fourth one started to 1875. So basically, they just never could get rid of it. And and, and to this day, actually, there's still cholera around. Because it says uh, 1899 to 1923 was the sixth uh, pandemic. And the seventh one was 1961 to ongoing, which means it hasn't stopped. So, uh, and it's all, all of them came from contaminated water. So... Yeah, that is a danger. Contaminated water is definitely a danger, for sure. Um, the third plague is from 1885, and it says ongoing. And there are still cases of the plague that pop up from time to time, so that is ongoing. It's still happening since 1885, and they haven't been able to eradicate it. But yet they're going to get rid of COVID. Um You've got several flus. You got the Russian flu, the Spanish flu, the Asian flu, Hong Kong flu, swine flu. You got SARS, you got MERS, you got uh, and of course COVID. So there's so many uh <clears throat> there's so many of them out there, but but again, they've kind of gotten more frequent over the years and I, and I think there's more here more than what they're putting on here. I think they're I think this is just maybe some major pandemics. I don't think they have all of them. So it's going to be hard to tell if, if the, you know, the pandemics have actually sped up. Um, I would say at least the contaminated water, you know, cholera is, is, a, is a major problem. 
but uh, you've got all these flus, and they're avian flus, and they are uh, airborne, and they affect your upper respiratory system. You cannot get rid of up, upper respiratory uh, infection or upper respiratory diseases. They're they're always going to be there. It's just, um, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm just I'm just going by what I've the research that I've I've done on it. And of course, 2019 COVID-19. So, and and it, and it lists bats. <laughs> yeah, we. I'm I'm sure that's where it came from. Just like swine flu came from pigs. You know. Uh, by the way, the MERS virus also came from bats. Apparently, apparently the uh, they should probably stop dealing with bats. Stop eating bats. I guess. So, anyway, there has been more. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, technically, Jesus was right for sure. Because starting in 541 all the way up till now, there's just been pandemic after pandemic after pandemic. So those pestilences, which would be like contaminated water where it's a really dirty uh, area of town, really filthy stuff going on, no, you know, just disease everywhere, that's pestilence. That's what that is. So from the year 541 on till up until today, it has been getting more frequent. It has, um, you know, it has taken out a huge chunk of the population of people. But this is only the beginning. These are only the birth pangs. These these are these are signs of signs. Like these are signs of the big sign. And if you don't pay attention, and if you're not if you're not aware, and you and you just you're you're too worried about you know house payments and car payments and your job and your your relationships and whatever and the college and whatever you know whatever it is football sports video games you're too worried about all that stuff you're going to completely miss the signs and you're not going to be ready you know clearly you know the bible also talks about there's you know two women in the field one's taken one's not you know, it, it, that's the way it's going to be. You could literally be standing next to somebody and they get taken and you're just standing there going, what happened? You know, and, and, I, and me personally, I don't know enough of Scripture to tell you whether or not you're going to have a chance or not. Are you going to have a chance to accept Jesus in, those, in, the, in the tribulation? I would think so. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be a horrible seven years if you can even make that seven years. Most likely you won't. But if you accept Jesus, you're good to go. You're not of this world anyway. You'll be like me. You're not of this world. This world isn't for us. This world is not for the people that love God and, and, and love Jesus. I'm sick of this world. I want to go home. I'm ready to go. You know, and it's not that's not a knock on anyone else or anything, anything else. Um Anybody that's in my life currently, friends, family, it, it don't take it personally or anything. I've always been disconnected. I am disconnected from everyone. I don't feel a strong connection to anyone. And I hate it with a passion. There are times that you have no idea how much I've I've cried about it. Because I I've just it's so easy for me to walk away from people. It sucks. It really, really does. You have no idea the pain that I go through. 
and people like me. It's not just me. There's millions. There's probably at least hundreds of thousands of people out there that are just like me. We just don't belong here. This world is not for me. You know, God put me here for a reason, and I'll, and I'll stay here, and I'll fight and, and, and try to do what he wants me to do before I die or before Jesus comes back. I hope to be here when that happens. I hope to be alive for the rapture. That would be awesome. You know? But I, I, just, I, I just hate it. You know, I don't hate people. I just, I, this world is horrible. Satan is horrible. I hate what he's done to me. I hate what he's done to my life. And until you reach that point, you won't understand what I'm talking about. And those of you that have had a great life, God bless you. You got, you went to college. You got a great job. You got, you did the perfect, you got the perfect family and the perfect house and the perfect car and all that. God bless you. But I, I would rather, I'm looking at the next life. I'm looking at what Jesus is going to have for me on the other side. This, all these material things over here mean nothing. This life means nothing anymore. It's all about God. And I'm going to try to do what I can do with my remaining days to follow him and have, you know, him show me what to do because I've ignored him for 30 something years, 40 years. I think I was probably 12. So yeah, 40 years. You know, I've ran from him. I'm tired of running. I found a way to fight when I get those urges of, of the pornography and the sexual lust of the flesh and all that. I just, I just repeat Jesus's name in my head over and over and over. Just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'll sing it. I've got, I've got a tune and I'll sing it to a tune. And I'll just keep asking, please help me. Please get rid of this. Please put this out of my head. And and I'll just keep going and going and going and going. And eventually it goes away. Because demons are afraid of the name Jesus. Satan is afraid of the name Jesus. They're all afraid. All of them. And then I had that demon pop up in my dream, holding on to me, and it it was a sexual type dream like it was trying to force me to have these feelings again and to uh uh whatever it was it was just really creepy and weird it was like he was trying to pour his dark energy inside of me and I don't mean that way filthy I'm talking about just he had a hold of me and I couldn't move his one arm around my neck and the other arm somehow around both arms and my legs couldn't move or anything and it's like he was trying to make me take that back, you know, make me uh, <laughs> go back into that pornography and stuff like that when I woke up. And I didn't think at the time I should have just started saying the name Jesus, but I couldn't talk. But I've been in that situation before. I've had that kind of dream before. It's just a really freaky dream where you can't move, you can't talk and everything. 
And in the the last dream, and I actually said the name of Jesus, and I and it took me four or five tries to even get it out. But I was sitting there saying it, and I could feel myself in my sleep, like it was like a dream within a dream, and I could feel myself saying it. That's the only way to fight, y'all. If you're having these nightmares and you're having these dreams and you you've got these demons on your back and you've got these addictions and you've got all these things that are just hounding you every single day and you can't get away from it. Jesus is the way. I'm telling you. He is the only way. You cannot fight this on your own. You can't fight alcoholism, you can't fight any addiction, pornography addiction, just straight-up sexual addiction, uh, you name it. Any of those urges, you start throwing the name of Jesus in there, and I'm telling you right now, they will flee. Those demons will flee. It might take you five solid minutes of saying it, but you guaranteed they're going to flee. And I know because I've done it for a week now. And I'm not saying it hasn't been hard to fight and and the temptation still popped up, but I haven't gone through with it. The actions haven't happened. Probably over a week now. The name of Jesus, extremely powerful. Use it at your leisure. That's what it's there for. That's what Jesus is there for. That's why he died for us. That's it's for all of us because we're all filthy sinners. We're all just scumbags. <laughs> I hate to say it that way, but it's the truth. We are. We're just filthy sinners. And, and he died for us. Without Jesus, we have nothing. We are lost, and we will just burn in the pit. You know, it, it just, it's, just, it's really that simple. It is really just that simple. He suffered, he died for us. For every sin that you've committed and every sin that you will commit. He died for that sin. He suffered brutal beatings. Brutal. The beatings were so bad, he was asking God, why have you forsaken me? The human side of him was just broken. The human side was just ready to give up. But he knew deep down he could not. He had to go through with it. And Satan is mad. He is mad because he thought he won. He killed Jesus. He's like, yeah, I got you now. No. You lost. That was the the second that, that, that Satan lost everything. Because any human being that believed in Jesus Christ and believe that he died for us and accepts that salvation, Satan has no power over anymore. He can tempt you. He can throw stuff your way. But you've got your sword. You've got Jesus. You've got the sword with you at all times. You don't even have to have a sheath. You don't have to have a special belt, you know, a utility belt like Batman. You don't need any of that stuff. The sword is always with you. Jesus is the word. And that's the two-edged sword. That word is the two-edged sword. I'll tell you right now, that name Jesus, 
Woo! It's got some uh, got some bite to it. They don't like it. Evil doesn't like it. Satan doesn't like it. Demons don't like it. Darkness doesn't like it. Because Jesus is the light. And I promise you right now, you accept Jesus Christ right now as your personal Savior. You don't have to do anything different. You don't have or do anything special. You don't have to wear anything special. You don't have to wear certain clothes or whatever. All you have to do is believe in your heart. Just believe in your heart without a doubt that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died for you on that cross, and he rose again, which is the most important thing. He rose again, and he's coming back. I promise you that. He's coming back. And I can't wait. I cannot wait because I am so sick of this world. I am so sick of what it's done to me. I'm so sick of what it's done to other people. I, it, it just, it is so, I, I feel filthy. No matter how many showers I take, you can't wash the filth of the world off of you. But Jesus can. Jesus can do it. So just keep that in mind. I know I went a little bit long, a little bit longer than I wanted to, but I had to say this, you know, when the stuff hits me, I got to say it. You know, this isn't me. This is God. God, I try to let God take over and and put out there what what he wants you to hear. I don't want any praise. I don't want any, uh, I just, I'm, I'm a vessel. That's it. And I'm proud to be just that. And if this, if this podcast, if this is it, if this is what God wants me to do, and it reaches the whoever that he needs it to reach, I'm cool with that. I'm completely fine with that. I don't need to stand on a stage and preach, and I don't need the, the attention or the ego. I just love God. I love Jesus. I want you to understand. I want you to accept Jesus. I want you to love God and Jesus. I, I, I want all that. Everybody that I know, I want I want you all. And, you know, I'm a bad friend. I don't stay in contact with people. I don't like to talk to people. I just, I don't like to be around people. I, I just don't, this world isn't for me. Sorry. It's nothing against any one of you out there that have been offended or, or taken offense to me not contacting you or me cutting you off or, Whatever. It's not personal. Please don't take it personal. Thanks for listening. Um, I will continue and try to bring some uh, shows, you know, to you to explain, you know, what Jesus told the disciples. We'll keep going into that. Um, we'll we'll maybe touch on pestilence after I do the other two. You know, the earthquakes and the earthquakes one. The earthquake one really will open your eyes. Uh, the earthquake one is really uh, shocking. So, uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for all the support. Um, if you'd like to email me, brokenmanradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to email me, um, you can check out. I have a Instagram. Not that it matters. I have an Instagram account and also a Facebook uh, page for Broken Man Radio. So, 
if you want to check those out. And of course, if you want to check out my photography, uh, not that that matters either, <laughs> uh, johntaylorphoto.com. That's my name, you know, sorry. Uh, but Johnny English, English is my middle name. So that's why I always thought it sounded way cooler than Johnny Taylor. <laughs> I just go, I'll stick with Johnny English, okay? Uh, forget me. Okay. Anyway, thanks for listening, and we will catch you again real, real soon. I don't know if it'll be as soon as this one was from the last one. But I promise I'm going to get something out to you pretty quick, uh, hopefully in the next week. So, uh, oh, before I go, um, I do know somebody um, in my class, or not not in my class, but uh, somebody I went to high school with. Uh, uh, please say a prayer for this young lady or this lady that she uh, she uh, went on the ventilator with the with the COVID and stuff, and then there's there's thousands of people like just like her. Uh, please pray for all of them, but please, please pray for her if you would. I really would appreciate it. Uh, God knows who it is. God will know who, you, you know, you don't have to say names and you don't have to appoint. God knows your heart. God knows who you're praying for. But please just say a prayer. And uh, if you can, throw a prayer in there for me that I continue my journey, that I get closer to God, closer to Jesus, and I'm able to do whatever it is he wants me to do. Uh, thank you. And we'll see you again real soon with another podcast.